Hello and welcome to the Riverside Church Southwall podcast. This week's sermon is called The Three T's by Tony Stone. CC did. Uh, I retired at 70 and got busier than ever. Uh, I retired at 75 and had more meetings than ever. I retired at 80 uh, and it did get a bit more serious then. Uh, but uh, last week on my 82nd birthday, it was for real. Um, and in fact, I'm on a six-month sabbatical. Uh, but I had to make an exception uh, to come here, and, and it's a real joy. And I've so enjoyed listening to the testimonies, different terminology, different ways that they have expressed themselves, but basically it all is saying the same thing. And so there are three words that I just want to leave with you as you prepare to see the actual baptisms taking place in this famous tank. Um, And uh, we're going to see that for ourselves. And I'm so thankful that they'll be able to show it close up on the screen. But there are just three words that I think add up the stories that we have heard from those that are being baptized. And I want to just give you those three words and then just speak a little on each of them. I give them to you first because if you feel like a gnat, at least when you wake up, you know what you think he was talking about. Um, But uh, they're very simple. They're three words that begin with the letter T, which makes it easier to remember. And the Christian testimony consists of these three words amongst others. First of all, the word turn, and it was obvious there had been a turning point in each one of the lives that we heard from today. Secondly, the word trust. They obviously, in common, have put their trust in the Lord Jesus. And then the third word I thought of because of the importance of this service is the word triumph. So allow me just to comment on turn, trust and triumph. First of all, each one of the candidates came to a point in their lives when there was a very definite turn in direction. The Bible uses many words to describe that. Among them is the word repentance, which is a very important word, particularly for our time this morning, because the Bible instructs that to be a Christian, we repent and be baptized. And so before these people come into the water to be baptized by water, obviously, and their testimony has indicated, they came to a place of repentance where they turned. It can be described in various ways. People are lonely, come to Christ, and we turn from our loneliness. Some feel that they have failed in life, and that came up with more than one who gave testimony this morning. But we can turn from failure, and we can turn to success when we come to know Christ as our Savior. And it can be, and and the last testimony, uh, last but one testimony rather, gave indication that we need to turn from pride. And pride can be turned into humility when we come to Christ. And then, of course, most of all, from emptiness to fullness. And interestingly, most of those giving testimony referred to an encounter with the Holy Spirit. 
And you know, by going in the correct order, as we come to Christ and receive him as Savior, we come through waters of baptism. There's also what the Bible describes as a baptism in the Holy Spirit. And that causes us for a life of triumph that we've already mentioned. But the most important thing I would say, even above the rest, is that we return from being eternally lost to being eternally found. And that's our message this morning. You see, the truth is, whoever you are, whether you're here many times or you're here for the first time, whether you go to church normally or have come for this very special occasion, the fact is there's one common factor in all of our lives, and the Bible calls it sin. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of God's glory. And I know, although as I look around, most of you are comparatively strangers to me. Well, I recognize quite a few people uh, that have been here each time that we have come. But there's one thing common to the human race. All have sinned and come short of God's glory. The Bible says all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. But the Lord laid on Jesus the sin of us all. And uh, you may be here today and say, well, Tony, I'm not sure if that isn't a bit harsh. I don't think I'm a sinner. I do my best. But the Bible says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. So the evidence is piled up against us that we've all sinned here today and we would be wrong if we declared otherwise. But you see, our problem is we cannot save ourselves. I'm so glad each one spoke of an encounter with God before they go into the waters of baptism. Baptism does not save us. Only Jesus can do that. And so... Coming to church, you might think, well, that should give me a tick uh, in the box for God. No. You can go to church all your life and go to hell when you die. It's as straight and as simple as that. Going to church does not save us. It might make us a bit religious. And if that's what it's done for you, keep taking the tablets and you'll get over it. <laughs> we are not religious. We are born again through faith in Jesus Christ. And then you could say to me, but Tony, I live a good life. And I look around, you all look decent. I know it's Sunday. But you might say, well, I live to the best of my ability, a good life. Good works never saved anybody. The Bible says, for by grace we are saved through faith. That not of ourselves, it's the gift of God not of works, lest anyone should boast. Folks, we're not saved by being good. We need to be saved because we're not capable of being good. And so we are found in a dilemma. We're sinners. We can't change ourselves. But here's the great truth. God can change us. And nearly 2,000 years ago, 
The Bible teaches us that God sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come into this lost world full of sinners. And the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the common factor among true Christian believers is that they came to a point in their lives realizing they're sinners, realizing as sinners we're heading for a lost eternity and realized what we couldn't do, God had already done. And at the cross, our salvation became possible. My dear sir, lady, young person here today, here's good news. God loves you. Christ died for you. And there's still room at the cross where you can come a lost sinner to Jesus and know that you're born again, born all over and heading for eternity with him. Just a couple of verses in Zechariah chapter 1 and verse 3. Turn to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will turn to you. Call on the name of the Lord. God will do the rest. Ezekiel 18 and 30. Repent and turn from all your sins so that iniquity will not be your ruin. Turn. We must turn from our sin and our unbelief and turn to the living God. Second word quickly is trust. You can kind of in the Bible, sometimes it says trust and, and a better rendering is believe and the other way around. But we need, and these people that are being baptized today have put their trust in God and in his way of salvation For in Christ and in Christ only, we put our trust for the full payment of our sins to be paid by his death and to be enjoyed through his resurrection. And we can also trust for daily living. I'm so grateful those testimonies were right up to date. And that's what it's all about. 70 years when I went through the waters of baptism, I was raised in a very, very strict and very legalistic denomination. And uh, I was baptized, actually, the date was February the 1st, 70 years ago. And uh, for them, it would have been worldly to warm the water. Can you believe? And so it had to be natural, untouched water. I felt sorry for the man who baptized me because he froze before I ever got in, uh, because he insisted on preaching a sermon from inside the water. And they were virtually breaking the ice before I got in. And all I know is, and this is to encourage those being baptized, it's very quick. Um, And I remember walking out almost frozen uh, to get changed. But I do know this, 70 years later, I've learned to trust him, and it's been all the way, right up to senior years. When I was introduced as a grandpa, I loved it. I was in a large meeting in London last Saturday, and I had to speak, 
And I was introduced. This is, I think the fellow was nervous. I hope he was nervous. But he introduced me as being historic. <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe it, you know. So I, I thought maybe I should turn into a dinosaur. Um, but I, I'm historic. And I think the, the second worst time was at camp one year here uh, or in um, Lincoln where I had to speak to the youth meeting and the man introduced me, a young man, he was very nervous and he'd a bit overdone it anyway and he got up and said, so young people give a warm welcome to a living legend. I just couldn't believe it. So I got up and I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to respond. And so I looked at all these young people and said, young people at my age, you're very happy to be a living anything. And <laughs> then got on with it. But what is going to happen? Having put their trust in Jesus, they certainly are putting, the trust, putting trust in one who will help them for many, many days to come in their lives. And here's some of the scriptures. Proverbs 3 and verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In Acts 16 and 31. Believe, same word, trust, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And then again, in Hebrews 11 and verse 6, without faith it is impossible to please God. Please hear me today. Maybe some of you are hearing these things for the first time. These young people, and they were all young to me, uh, these young people that are going through the waters of baptism, they've already put their trust in God. That's why they're doing it. And maybe you're here today and you haven't even gone that far. Let me tell you again, God loves you. Jesus died for you. And the only way to heaven is the way of the cross. And to bow the knee, confess our sins. That's what repentance is. Say yes to Jesus. And you'll begin to learn the life of trust. So it's turn, trust, and then finally, there's triumph. Oh, there's nothing to be miserable about in this place today. We're a triumphant people. You know, some people that come to us for the first time in our kind of churches wonder if they've come to the right place. I don't know anywhere better. And indeed, we've got a joy that is complete in Christ. Inexpressible, full of God's glory. I, I have a few things that as I'm older, I'm allowed to moan about. But my biggest problem is miserable Christians. You know, and I meet them all the time. One minute they're talking about trusting Christ and the next minute they're moaning like very few people do. It doesn't go together. In Christ alone our hope is found, and we rejoice in him. Hebrews eleven six. let me remind you again, was without faith. It's impossible to please God. And I tell you, it helps you to please men as well. And uh, 2 Corinthians 2, 14 
And really, um, I want to give that as my text to those that are being baptized. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Hallelujah. I'm full of triumph today because even longer than 70 years ago, 72 years ago, I put my trust in Jesus and it gets better as the years go by. And the final text is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Folks, that's it in a nutshell and 10 minutes. (laughs) I've been practicing for weeks. Have you got it? You and I are desperate people for the curse of death is upon us from birth. We were born in sin, shapened in iniquity. We're all sinners. We cannot save ourselves. Works nor church will do the job, but Jesus will. For God loved us Christ died for us. And as I said earlier, there's room at the cross. You can leave this place different to what you came in. If you will, in your heart, seek God and ask him to come into your life, save you. And I promise you, he always keeps his word. And you can move from a turning to a trust in the living God and go out of this place in triumph. We won't be running away after the service. You see the pastors on the front row and you probably came with somebody. Ask them to make an introduction to somebody that will help you. We've literature that will help you. But don't go out of this place without turning, trusting, and in triumph, all possible in Jesus. God bless you and see you in heaven because of the cross. Amen. Thank you for listening once again, and if you'd like to find out more about us, you can find us at riversidechurch.org.uk.